can't believe they did not show Yuichi drinking Tenji's piss to survive in the prison. Because you know, you know they did it. There's no way they could survive three days with no water. That water bottle is going to run out like a day. Just fucking spit it into his mouth. They did it already. What's the difference now? Gotta take that bro team to survive. The bro, <laughs> bro team. team. <laughs> Holy shit. The only sitting way. on that. How come the other team didn't have bro team on them, huh? I didn't see them starved. What's up with this? Another beautiful day of delivering mail. Oh, I can't wait to get started on this new route I got. I wonder what kind of people I'm going to meet today. Oh, here comes the first house now. Do, 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 do. Time to put the mail in the mailbox. Uh, hi there, purple dog. You're standing on your ooh, hind legs. Ooh. I I I don't know what you're saying. Are you speaking English somehow? All right, he's dead. I guess I'll move on. All right, time to deliver the next house. That was a little weird. This route, I want. I, maybe this is why no one wanted to take this route. But eh, who cares? Time to deliver the next package. Bark, bark, bark. Oh, hey there, little guy. You're such Slash a me, pulls out Glock. Bark. Oh. Points Glock at ground, points Glock at mailman. Bark, oh. bark. Okay, okay, okay. I'll put the treat down. You don't have to get testy. Bark, I bark. Okay, 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 I'm leaving, I'm leaving. Fucking Jesus Christ. It's just like the other five routes I took. Bitch. <sighs> okay. Fucking bitch. I really gotta take protection with me next time I do these routes. Okay, last house for the day. Time to drop this mail off. Oh, 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 Racky, there's someone at the door. I think it's the mailman. Racky, Racky! Why is there so many dogs that can speak English in this neighborhood? Uh, uh, okay, here, here you go. <laughs> okay, don't don't throw up all over the package. Bites through the mailbox hole. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, all right. There, there is there is a lot of consumables in that package. Uh, okay, bye, Doug. Mm. All right. <laughs> Scoops, you got the goods, man. Yeah, Reggie, right here. Oh, sweet. We can put it in the dog pool. <laughs> oh, fuck. I think I'm just gonna get a salary man job. Fuck this shit. Uh, <laughs> uh, hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the We Power Hour, uh, the show where we have a roundtable discussion on the latest news and topics in the anime and manga world. Uh, after that weird ass intro, uh, I am your host for this week, Peter, and uh, with me are. My dogs, my co-hosts uh, that are with me every week, uh, starting from the far left, Avery. Slash me never wants to do that again. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe again. You will again, probably. Uh, the man in the middle, Lance. 
Things I do for love. <laughs> and on my left, uh, Plinchy. We're an anime podcast. Yes, an anime podcast that love dogs somehow. This is uh, episode number 87, and we're filming this on May 23rd, 2022. Uh, another jam-packed episode of anime talk, so let's just get into it with some uh, anime uh, news for the week. Konosuba is to reveal information about a new anime project on May 28th. The information will be revealed during a special program during the main cast of Kazuma, Aqua, Megumin, and Darkness uh, will be solving a special quest, which will slowly reveal what the new anime project is. Uh, a lot of rumors that it will be, I believe, season three now of Konosuba, the highly anticipated season three everyone's been waiting for for that one. Uh, so hmm. uh, we'll see in a couple hmm. of days. Uh, if you want to check out the live stream, uh, you can check out the link down below. It has the article. Uh, and the YouTube uh, video so you can check out the stream yourself to see uh, uh, firsthand what the new project's all about. Apparently also the Konosuba smartphone game uh, will, be, will be revealed during the live stream as well. So if you're, Another one? <laughs> if you're interested, I think it's like an actual like uh, like uh, jump jumping one. Like you just jump around to shoot things. So platforming. A platformer? Yeah, that's the word I'm thinking about. Oh. Yeah. I was like, wait, are you considering gotcha? Just having deja vu for a second. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh, it's a real game. <laughs> uh, Kon I think Konosuba has two games that they've done. So they had the gotcha game. And then before that, mm -hmm. they actually did have like a little platformer smartphone game uh, where Cosmo was just shooting like the like little water balls at stuff uh, and like going from like side to side. So oh. uh, I don't know if that's a hmm. continuation of that or an upgrade from that. But well, I mean, we'll see. So, uh, yeah, we'll look forward to that and uh, especially the new anime production. Oh, they look different. My guess would be a, another movie. Uh, it's hard for me to see another season, but you know what? At, at this rate, with the way this year is going, we've had a lot of uh, returning shows coming out with new seasons. So maybe, maybe we're just in an era where shows can finally get their sequels. We're actually getting what we want. Yeah, looking at you, No Game, No Life. Still waiting. 10 years later <laughs> uh so there you go that's news for that one and then uh toonami came out with uh two big news for their anime production uh jujitsu kaisen's sunghu park is working on an original series uh for toonami called ninja kamui uh he is also behind uh god of high school e and h production and sola entertainment will be the studio producing uh ninja kamui Takashi Okazaki uh, will be the character designer. He is the writer and illustrator for the Afro Samurai manga. Uh, so here's the plot for Ninja Kamui if you're interested. Uh, ninja Kamui follows Joe Higan, who is in Nukden, a former ninja who escapes his clan and is hiding from his violent past in rural America with his family. One night, he is ambushed by a team of assassins from his former organization who exact a bloody retribution on Joe and his family for betraying their ancient code. Rising from his seeming death, Joe will reemerge at his former self, Ninja Kamui, to avenge his family and friends. Kamui is a 21st century ninja, a shadowy anchorism who pits his ancient skills against high-tech weaponry and brutal finesse. He must face off against trained assassins, combat cyborgs, and rival ninjas to bring down the very clan that made him. Uh, so if you want to check it out, the link's down below. Uh, you can see the concept art for Ninja Kamui. Uh, no release date yet but i'm assuming uh fairly soon 
for for that one. Uh, cool. So pretty cool looking. And then in other uh, tsunami news, they they both got released at the same day. Uh, Rick and Morty is uh, getting a ten episode anime spinoff from the Tower God director uh, Takashi Sano. Uh, he directed Tower God. Tower God. <laughs> yeah. It's everywhere. Uh, he directed everywhere. the two anime shorts set in the same universe before. So if you remember the Rick and Morty versus Genocider uh, anime, I think it was like eight ten minutes video that they did last year uh, i believe he was a director for that one as well so he is back to do a pretty much a nice little core series for rick and morty uh studio telecom animation film will be in charge of the production uh the series will adapt material from the main series but the rick and morty anime is also set to have its own standing as an original work uh sano hmm. commented the multiverse childing exploits of rick and the gang pose challenges to the family bond but they always rise to the occasion it's such a life-affirming sight, and Jerry is no exception. I am honored to have been given an opportunity to tell a new story about this amazing family. I hope you enjoy their adventures. Uh, so it sounds like we're getting a lot of uh, new storylines with Rick and Morty, so pretty exciting to see how that goes out. Again, no uh, release date for that as well, but fairly soon. This is Tanami's making a big push for original series, it seems like, and uh, uh, what a way to uh, kick off uh with these two series what do you guys uh think about these two two shows which one are you more excited for delect isn't high enough for rick and morty but <laughs> tower of god tower uh, there of it is god. i don't know they're both interesting but ninja kamui maybe if there was a trailer to see yeah anything else otherwise it's like eh. yeah i guess uh we'll don't keep an eye enough. on it well, we'll see once the trailers come out. I'm assuming like later in the year, maybe late in the year, uh, we'll see a little bit more information from them and uh, see what they're all about. Uh, okay, that is the latest news of the week. If there are any news articles or uh, media you guys want us to check out, uh, you can always DM us on our social media, comment down below, or you can email, even email us at thewepower.gmail.com. Uh, we'll check it out and then maybe it'll show up on a future podcast. Uh, but let's move on to the next segment of our show. It is the media roundup of the week. Uh, this is a segment where we talk about anything we watch or read outside of our top 10 anime ranking board. Uh, we got the usuals uh, for this week and a little extra with some Pokemon at the end. So, but first up, let's hit Rising of the Shield Hero uh, episode seven. Uh, we are finally in the, another world. Uh, I guess we kind of like teleported or isekai maybe. Uh, because uh, we're right back at level one uh, with Raftalia being a little baby raccoon girl again and uh, Rishia, I mean, at the same power level as she was before. So I guess that didn't change anything. <laughs> that must be very disheartening to know that she finally got to be a badass and now she got reset immediately. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then we run into uh, a new hero, uh, the the hunt hero. The hunter? Uh, yeah, Kizuna Kazayama. So... Uh, how do you guys uh, like the new hero, and uh, are you happy with the with the level reset? You know, it uh, this actually made me go back and watch like the first few episodes of season one because I think that was when I I liked Shield Hero the most. Yeah, and uh, seeing Raftalia back as a little lolly, like she's so cute. She is. It brought back like feelings of nostalgia for the first season. Kizuna is, uh, I feel like we need to learn more about her because so far all we know is that she got thrown into that labyrinth. 
yet for some reason. Mm-hmm. Don't even know yeah. And she's been there she for doing. a long time. Yeah, a very pretty much time. a prison. Yeah. And she's Glass's best friend. Yeah. Besto Fredo. And they put oh, her yeah. in there. Apparently, <laughs> like, the enemy, some enemy, someone, put her in there. And, yeah, why really? is anyone trying to break her out? I, I, I went s- back and I watched it a third time because I the phrasing was so strange for that scene. It is, And yeah. then I did, like, more research on, I actually went to the wiki and I looked it up because it was so confusing. So, apparently an enemy Peter's rolling his eyes somebody <laughs> somebody went and and put Kizna in there we don't know who yet yeah okay she did it to herself they've held back a lot of while. information yeah they just wanted you to get the idea that someone fucked her over she's been stuck there yeah and that she's been stuck here for so many years she had like that whole sad backstory of like her almost wanting to kill herself because you know she couldn't escape from you know this prison and stuff like that and then she found a new newfound use in life and decided to not kill herself so she was like the opposite of a salary man yeah, they could have uh, spent a little bit more time. I feel like that's kind of a big deal to be trapped in a place all alone for years, apparently, and uh, not be fucked up. She seems pretty good, all things considered. Pretty great, yeah. yeah. Like, she's been there for a, a month. Yeah, I was at like most. maybe a month. Oh, are you yeah, talking about like they did a good enough. She She said she's been there for years, it feels like. Yeah, yeah that's, that's what right. we're saying, that it, uh, it just doesn't weird that she's not feel fucked that up. way. Yeah. She spent there long enough to want to kill herself, and then, eh, I don't know. <laughs> I just didn't like that they, in the explanation, they didn't really make it clear that it was a bad person. So I was under the impression that she was being very vague because it was the other heroes that put her there. So I was, my sirens were going off like, holy shit, she's she evil? Is she, you know, gonna... <laughs> Do one of those things where we don't, she's actually not who we think she is, but the way that they ended it, they, they made her scene so, mm, I don't want to say wholesome because I don't. She was the victim. Yeah. Yeah. I was waiting for a little like, hey, or like a side glance that would Fools, hint you that- freed me. Time <laughs> yeah, to like take that. over the world. I like how she was like side glance, but then she did like a mustache, like pull, like the evil mustache with like the. the <laughs> I meant more like the, at the end. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like the, a cut to the eyes, yeah. like that. You you know what I'm talking about? The uh, glance at the camera. Yeah, I I don't know. I I feel like with her, they were trying to like I don't know, like remind you that there's like fucked up people in the world. There, I think they're trying to like recreate like the beginning of Shield Hero season one a little bit. Or like the first arc where like yeah a little bit you know now Fumi got fucked over by the people he's yeah, supposed to be trusting less, um, shield bigotry yeah so because she's kind of mm. I wouldn't say she's like mm. on the same level as now Fumi because she can like kill stuff but she can't attack humans right so if like humans fuck her over she can't retaliate because her her weapon doesn't allow her to hurt humans so it's kind of like oh, at yeah. this same. Why? ballpark as like you know now fumi can't attack because he's a shield hero so it's like this weird uh restriction on their weapons even though you know you look at the other heroes that they're they're part of they're just fine there's like no or any restrictions on their weapons whatsoever it's just one particular hero in the set of four that needs to be different from the rest i think that was the direction they were trying to go at 
I mean, not very well executed, but maybe, you know what? Maybe Kizuna just needs to have her own raccoon lolly and then it will make things all better. I'm not hinting at anything. I don't know what to think anymore, like at all. Exactly. It was just a relief not to be with the tortoise. Like, ugh. Okay, fine. I went on the car ride. I went on this road trip. I don't fucking care anymore. Let's just do the thing. (laughs) (laughs) Go see the sights and then go back home when we're done, please. Okay. Moving on to the next anime on our list. A couple of cuckoos. Episode 5. Erica and uh, Sagawa finally meet because Erica got kicked off of her school. So then she had the chance for here. You know, the usual with the harems. They always got to make the weirdest excuses for all the characters to be together in one place. Just know, I already have a good feeling why you guys feel like you guys are the opposite of the rest of the the crowd. And that's pretty on brand for us. I, I just find it really <laughs> hilarious that we're always kind of feeling a little different about certain animes, especially the popular ones. I don't want to start the media roundup with so much negativity. <laughs> but this episode sucked. Right? Did <laughs> It was just Umino fidgeting half the episode. Oh, when can I make sure that Erica and, and Hiro don't become friends so that it more like made up drama in his head that does not play out at all. Yeah. And so it really was just such a big waste of an episode. And then Hiro cries because she's such a big fan of Erica and Umino misunderstands again and the uh what is it called the bread and butter of harems though main character constantly misunderstanding and causing that yeah it's the lifeblood I, like was harem always this bad <laughs> I'm, like, trying to remember were episodes really Mostly. just dragged on yeah because wow it went on for way too long they could have just no uh, like i just darling darling did it Four scenes where she's yelling for Gojo and then they meet at the end of the day. Yeah, but there's only one girl and one guy. So the (laughs) like of course they're gonna interact with each other. You know, they're the main couple. But the thing is like with this harem one, and it's like this with every harem, even the good ones, like Lance can attest to this, they absolutely are like the slowest starters for storylines and arcs and and anime. Like I've never met any other like type of genre or theme that are as slow as harms because they just want to like build on these characters very very slowly what the reason is you know i have no idea i feel like they just like it's not broken so broken so we're not gonna fix it kind of thing because uh i mean people eat the shit up you know like they had the the perfect scenes where well, not perfect for us, but perfect for a lot of people to consume it. But like they had the undressing scene, right? Fucking Erica and Sagawa, they were like, you know, they show their tops off and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, they're good friends. So now yeah. it makes, uh, you know, like a little bit more cautious about like what's going on. So like, like you said, misunderstandings. I don't know, like how Japan like loves that shit, but like they, I don't know. It feels like they eat that shit up because that shit never stops the misunderstanding portion of romance and uh yeah uh there are times where like yeah you can do it playfully and it looks great and it feels fun uh there are times where it's it's just like this where it's just just so stressful to watch and i don't know even at the end sagawa even like kind of gave up on umino it's like you know what i'm just gonna fucking be with erica like if I'm gonna get rejected by you at the end of this fucking harm, I might as well be with Erica because uh, she's her number one simp. 
I think Lance wants to say something. I was going to move on, but I don't. I don't know. I, I think I've said enough negative things. <laughs> I got more negative things to say, but I, I think. Nah, I'll just go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, this this show is like this. This show like has no. Oh man, it it does. You know, like how um modern day harems they need to um be kind of self aware of the genre, maybe deconstruct it uh, to keep it fresh. This reminds me of like early two thousands harems. Mm. which you know at the time they were kind of cool because at the time the tropes weren't quite stale yet yeah this is like this like three month old bread stale yeah so the show really needs to mix up the formula a little bit more it'll be a little bit more aware of itself um i'm actually kind of glad i didn't make the top 10 i hated the whole influencer segment (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah i don't like that angle I, it was just too bloated. Are you, are you jealous? Like like a giant boat fly that just wouldn't stop flying around my face. Just get on with it. And just like, oh, I'm also a big fan too. He, 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 he. I'm a bigger fan, lol. <laughs> I just, I, I couldn't. <laughs> I didn't want to watch <clears throat> after it just kept going and going. Here are some people following. We're best friends. There it looks like, oh, look, they're best friends now. He, 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 he. Can I take a picture? Oh, yeah, me too. Just holy fuck. I get it. And I got it. <laughs> so let's let, <laughs> yeah. let's settle down let's a move bit. On. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I really felt like they did what they wanted, but they also did way too much. They it was a waste of time. Yeah. Done it in less and shown more than just um, main character boy fidgeting left and right. If they, you know, it could have been done differently, but what they did is what they did. <laughs> and they've got a ton more episodes to go and. What do I know? I haven't made a fucking successful harem anime, so. <laughs> but can you imagine what this episode would have looked like on paper? A whole two chapters or less of drama of him being like, huh, I gotta stop them. It just felt way too long. Sometimes I feel like Umino's a little bit of, like, he, he, I feel like the writer thinks that the viewer is dumb and would sympathize with Umino, mm-hmm. who is dumb. That's usually how it's usually how I get good scores. And sounds like from Peter it is the case, right? People are liking a couple of cuckoos. Everyone's loving it. It's got a nice nice score of uh seven point five, I think, right now. So holding pretty steady. Usually like harms usually like fall around the seven range. So anything above seven, uh considered pretty good in a lot of people's eyes. I guess it's not bad. This episode just sucked, but is it bad? Do I like the girls? No. (laughs) Do you guys want to keep talking about it in the media roundup? I'm kind of ready to drop it. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I don't don't mind watching it, but I don't know if I really have much to say about it. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, yeah, we can drop it and then you guys let me know when you have something to say about it. Till next week. If something happens, yeah, when yeah, when not yeah, sister actually becomes actually happens. not sister. Same with like, uh, honestly, it, it's the same with like Shield Hero as well. If you guys don't really have anything to say about it, you know, I got other stuff I can bring in. I'm kind of down with that with Shield Hero, unless until something happens. Yeah, and then we can always talk about it. You guys just let me know. Yeah, that sounds good. Okay. okay. Uh, okay, let's uh, move on to an anime that uh, probably won't drop from the media roundup, or maybe it will, because it's too good to talk about. Uh, Kage-sama, <laughs> Love is World, 
Love is War Ultra Romantic for uh, Season 3, Episode 7. Uh, the start of the Culture Festival uh, has begun. Everyone is prepping, you know, the last time that we'll, we'll get a Culture Festival for, you know, for these characters. Uh, Subami Senpai finally comes back uh, in amazing fashion. <sighs> Fucking love that girl. Uh, and Shirogane has uh, something up his sleeve that he is planning. So... I'll just uh, hand it over to you, Lance. How'd you get? How'd you feel about this week's episode of uh, Kaguya-sama? It's the build-up episode. Uh, we haven't had one, I think, ever for Kaguya. Uh, an episode where nothing like really impactful happens. Uh, I also think it was one of the lesser funny episodes, but it's because they were spending time establishing uh, Eno's a place in the coming culture festival. Uh, yeah, Tsubame's place in the festival Kaguya's place and especially Shirogane's place and also introducing Shirogane's uh two friends I don't know if this is the first or second time we've seen them but uh I mean I like them <laughs> are you talking about the Sha- <laughs> even though the, you're talking yeah, about the, the Sharmi girl bit, oh, oh, oh no, the, the two girls friends. yeah yeah no, no 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 the boy and the other boy literally Mr. No Name and other No Name oh those two they're like, oh, check yeah, out our those guys. <laughs> oh, fuck. I didn't realize you I like them. them I know they're useless <laughs> characters, but I still think they're pretty funny. Uh, oh, yeah, the media girls are funny, too. Um, I mean, they have they, their own spinoff, so. Yeah. Uh, spinoff manga. To get a spinoff. But, uh, yeah, not a lot to say. Just um, hinting at a lot of plot points. Very important plot points that are going to come up. And uh, I'm assuming is they're just going to ram this cultural festival arc in the maybe the fo- maybe not next week but the following week uh, it will start up yeah yeah for sure i mean we got five weeks left of the show so i can already imagine what the finale would be so ramping up to that point yeah. like this is you know the right time it, like even though this is like a pretty pivotal arc for kaguya i wouldn't say it's like very long in terms of like development and what, like what happens and then like the the aftermath of like said event so like I get it. I get why we're like at episode seven. We're like halfway through the show already. And then we're finally hitting the, like actually doing the arc for this season. Cause the first six episodes, you know, we, I mean, it's, it's, it's just been mayhem really. It hasn't, it's just been like a random group of stories put together for these six episodes, but they haven't really like gone a direction per se. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, I don't know. I, I think that's pretty smart to know that like, we're not going to be like some other shows where we will stretch out episodes uh, just to like fill it in so that we can land perfectly at like the apex of the of the arc at the finale kind of thing. We're just kind of like, yeah, we understood it, this. This storyline is only going to take five episodes to, for us to get the conclusion. So uh, we're going to have fun with the first six episodes. And, uh, you know, they, they nailed it. Kaguya looked great in her archery outfit. Yeah. Tsubami Senpai looked great in her rhythmic gymnastics outfit. (laughs) Dude, they milked the hell out of that scene. Oh, yeah. Angles (laughs) were not in the manga. (sighs) That ball. Okay. Uh, And finally... Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) And finally, on our media roundup, uh, Pokemon Hisuian Snow Episode 1. This is a little three-part series. Uh, that Pokemon is uh, doing to promote uh, the Hisuian region uh, and Legends Arceus. 
uh, which studio is behind on this production. Unfortunately, I thought it was going to be like a 23 minute episode uh, per, per, per episode kind of thing, but uh, it's only a six minute episode. So not a lot happened. We pretty much get just get the introduction of, uh, of the boy and uh, his uh, first meeting with the, with the baby Zora. So uh, how'd you guys like the first episode of uh, His Suyin Snow? Super cute. Show's clean. Yeah. It's uh it's a shiny Zora too. Oh yeah, yeah. It took me a while to realize I didn't hunt for a shiny Zora, so I was like, is I'm pretty sure it was red, but it's blue. Yeah. Shiny Zoras are always really nice. Even the original uh Zora mm. was uh was a really nice color. How often are shinies depicted in anime? Do you think that out of all of the media that has come out, it it matches the shiny rate? But someone's done that calculation. I think. How rare is shinies in media? Maybe like less than twenty in the anime. Yeah, that seems like a fair estimate. I think there's maybe like two every generation in the anime hmm. that show up. I know. Cool. I know in Journeys, the newest season, they made it a very like point to introduce more shinies because they're re- they're visiting like all eight regions. The opportunity hmm. to see more Pokemon was like uh, the probability was higher. There was an episode where a guy just had a shiny Psyduck and he had this crippling addiction, just like Plinchy, to find shiny Pokemon. But <laughs> he was no. even more higher than you because he only wanted to find shiny blue Pokemon. Only shiny blue wow, Pokemon. That sounds like me, actually. That was my first shiny run. I only wanted shiny Pokemon that were blue. And uh, I was like, well, never why mind. stop at blue? Why not just get everything else? There it is. The crippling so addiction. Like another shiny Pokemon accident. And you're just like, ew. Time to die. <laughs> Time to die, boy. Release. <laughs> yeah. Release it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, not, Disgusting. Not, not too many. Because uh, I guess they don't want to give Ash like the benefit of the doubt that, there's, uh, that he can have cool Pokemon in cool different colors. <laughs> so and technically, I think he only has, he has the one. No. I think it's just the Noctowl that's uh, the shiny. Oh, yeah. I, f- I keep forgetting that that's a shiny. I forget that he even had a Noctowl or the Johto team. Oh, don't worry. Everyone forget about the Noctowl. <laughs> he, and he was like, yeah, here's a picture of it. He was like considerably so tinier than normal Noctowls. So, that's a weird Noctowl. Yeah. I mean, Noctowls are already like really weak to begin with. So the him being a tinier mm-hmm. just made him like a jobber for most people most of that season so i don't think he even battled really he only the only good battle he had was the morty battle and it's only because he had the type advantage yeah he he had he had the one move ghost types hate the most in anime foresight because <laughs> then it identifies them and they're like oh fuck i can't phase now through walls yeah they used him as reconnaissance a lot knocked out go check it out yeah all, all his bird pokemon he always uses yeah. yeah they all get jobbered into that sadly so only only a couple was better than just searching swallow uh star after those two are usually oh yeah swallow yeah swallow didn't really search as much well swallow searched a lot but it also killed a lot more yeah <laughs> yeah i kicked ass yeah yeah i like the uh the quick throwback that they did to the ghost that um zorak formed mm-hmm. you know like the classic mm-hmm. gen one yeah uh not self code ghost. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A little chubby ghost. Find face. it hilarious that the kid laughed at it too. Yeah. yeah. And it's like in the game you're like, nope, nope. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. 
I mean, you're in like a cemetery of dead Pokemon too. You're like, oh, all these cute Pokemon I capture can die? Like what? And then, you know, Marowak, Cubone, you remember that fucking shit. You're just like, oh, fuck. Um. Okay. Uh, that is it for the media roundup of the week. Uh, if there are any shows or manga you guys want us to watch or read, uh, let us know down below. Uh, you can always contact us and then uh, I'll check it out and then uh, maybe we'll talk about it on a future podcast. Uh, please send them because uh, apparently we are just just gashing at this media roundup list and uh, we might just have <laughs> no shows at the end of, <laughs> by the end of All it. All anime so, are bad. Uh, yeah, let us know. I feel like that we're being spoiled so hard with good shows that now we're just too good for bad shows. Yeah, are okay. Are letting it get to our head? Here, come, here comes next season. <laughs> <laughs> bring you down to earth um okay uh let's take a break from all the anime talk and i'll uh, play a little game uh that we like to play here on the Wii power hour uh take five uh this is a game uh where every week we choose a topic and then we choose five items pertaining to that topic uh and then we try to uh do it within five minutes convincing each other uh the best and the worst uh of said topic uh, this week, because of the Hisuian Snow debut, uh, I wanted to do a best Hisuian regional variant uh, for these five Pokemon. Uh, Growlithe, Sneasel, Voltorb, Zora, and Lilligant. So, I should put five minutes on the clock. And uh, we will discuss which Pokemon had the best variant. Today I learned Lilligant was a Hisuian form. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually never seen the against the Hisuian form. Did you beat the game? I haven't actually played the game since. Uh, <laughs> That's why I bought it. <laughs> um, I think I'm still in the learn how to throw Pokeball area. Yeah, Lily against in the first region. They're like chilling southbound, if I remember correctly, of the first map, right? I don't think she's first. I thought it was first map southwest. No. I don't remember. It's it's. Hey, maybe it's the second while. region. I know there's a few grass Pokemon in the second region too. Holy shit! Hold okay. Uh, Lilligan's region for reminds me of Lilymon from uh, Digimon. Ah, yeah. yeah. It's Definitely. it's the legs. Yeah. It's the legs for me. I'm just like, oh fuck, who who decided to get rid of Risker? Yeah, this mm-hmm. is the same color. I mean, it's a it's like a flower. So I I get it. And a girl. And a girl. So let's put some nice. <laughs> leggings on it and some nice shoes to go with it all right so lilligan at the end <laughs> grass fighting is pretty good typing that's a good typing though um i really really like the voltorb and electrode line just because the firecracker is so themed to the to the region i think it's so clever and especially yeah. the um what, what the uh the scyther variant evolution i forget Cleavor. his name yeah I like that one too. Ten- technically, not a regional variant. Apparently, it's just another evolution line for mm, Scyther. Yeah. So, because I was like looking for like other stuff, because I I thought the Teddy Ursa, uh, Ursa Lana Ursa Luna, whatever, was like a mm-hmm. regional variant of Ursaring, but technically, is another evolution. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I yeah. can't count that a as branching. a regional variant. Yeah, but I think that one and the Voltorb line are the ones that pop out for the theme yeah for sure as the other and maybe growlith but that 
doesn't scream uh, old Japanese to me as much. Yeah, but his hair is like kind of like a little like a samurai helmet. No, it's got oh. a little point and everything. Is that what oh, it is? That's his theming. He looks like a Chinese lying dog. Yeah, yeah. Just going in on that. It's kind of funny, but I think the Growlithe has the most creativity and yeah, like yeah. changing the basic form up. Because mm-hmm. mm. you still got to know it's a Growlithe at the end of the day. You can't like fucking change it crazy enough to like, who? New? Yeah, it is really different. Yeah, yeah. I feel like my Sneasel's fourth, Sneasel's personally. Fourth. I feel that. Yeah. I feel that. The Zora yeah, if, is pretty I, good too. I feel like I'm basing it just off of what I see right now, right? Like we're only counting Voltorb, Growlithe, not not like nine. Not sorry, not nine tails. Jesus fucking Christ. Anyway, <laughs> Zora. Yeah, Zora. Zora. But uh, Zora. the more I look at uh, Hisuian Sneasel, I actually like it better than regular Sneasel. Than the original? Yeah, I don't mm. like the evolution. Of Hisuian Sneasel. That thing scares the fuck out of me. I thought it was terrifying. I actually saw its art, (laughs) official art. It looks a lot better than the in-game model, for sure. Yeah, I think that's why I like uh, uh, Hisuian Sneasel, because it's kind of, like, bad cute. (laughs) Hot topic. Yeah, it's kind of bad. I I, I like the look, but then it evolves into, like, this monstrosity, Sneasler. I don't even like the name. Feels kind of dirty to say. (laughs) Like, no. like a derogatory term you fucking call someone. <laughs> so, someone who sneezes a lot. Yeah, Kai. Stupid sneezler. Mm-hmm. So, the cat in the hat over here. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Not a big, not a big fan because I, I really like Weavile. But I was like, yeah, there's no way they're gonna redo Weavile. So, but and they did. <laughs> yeah. He's but, a uh, knuckles. That's what sneezler is. Yeah. <laughs> I look at Sneasel pictures, the more I'm just seeing Meowth with some face paint. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, pretty much. Got the same body type and everything, so. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I do think it was I an like upgrade, Sneasel. but yeah, probably not as high as everyone else. Or base Sneasel. So it sounds like pretty much all in agreement, except for the top two. I heard Growlithe on top, I heard Voltorb on top. Which one do we want at the top of the heap? I like Voltorb uh, as number one, a little bit more than Growlithe. I know people love Growlithe's design, though, because it's so cute. But uh, gaming-wise, I feel like that Voltorb was like such a great uh, to jump on that design. It was just so like, creative. Okay, one vote Voltorb. I think Avery was one vote Growlithe. No, I just I, I like the distinguishment, um, uh, but I, I would probably lean on that, too, for Voltorb. Okay, Voltorb, 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 okay. Or- Voltorb. It's like Voltorb will overtake. He's got a little hole too. He's just it's a literal firecracker. He's got a little hole too. And he's so happy. I, I like how they still ran with the um looks like a man made Pokemon. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They kept that. They're so happy too. I just they're so cute. I love them. Uh okay. Are we are we good on this list? Are we happy? Do we like it? Yeah. I'm yeah. happy. Good. Yeah, okay. Uh, okay, here you go. These are our top five uh, Hisuian regional variants. Uh, starting from the bottom, uh, number five, Lilligant. Number four, Sneasel. Number three, Zora. Two, Growlithe. And then at number one, uh, Voltorb. So uh, let us know down below if you agree with our rankings or uh, if there's another Hisuian form 
uh, that deserve to be on this list. I kind of look at the other ones. I mean, I mean, Basculin is not that really impressive. Cool Fish is just a color change, really. So, uh, but if you like those, I mean, you can argue them down below. So let us know. Uh, okay. Uh, let's get back into that anime talk. Uh, with the meat of our show, it is the anime ranking board for the spring 2022 season. Uh, before the season started, we checked out all the trailers for all the shows. Uh, we picked 10. Uh, we regret our choices, trade a couple out, trade a bunch of good shows in, and it became probably the strongest top 10 we have ever had, uh, on this podcast. So, uh, go to show sooner or later through all the trials and tribulations and all the pain that we had to get through you know there is a light at the end of the tunnel uh but don't worry god will smite us and push us down and let us know that there's still a lot of bad anime out there for us to consume uh in you know the rest of the year so uh can't wait to find out what that is but uh until then uh let's just focus on uh this season uh with week seven like always for the bottom half of the board I'll read the grades out for all five shows uh, and then I'll put 20 minutes on the clock and then we will discuss uh, in any order that we want. Uh, so let's get started. Uh, coming in at 10th place and only because they did a recap episode for it. I don't know what reason. Uh, I was too lazy to check it out. I assume production issues. Uh, but Shikamori, not just the cutie, uh, comes in at 10th place. Uh, I'm sure uh, it will come back stronger than ever because some of these shows are pretty bad on the bottom. So uh won't won't be seeing that one there very long uh the true 10th place uh for this week tomodachi game uh comes in with 18 points uh with the grades c from avery d plus from lance f plus from myself and then d from plinchy uh coming in at eighth place uh just barely being it out with 19 points uh the executioner <laughs> oh and her way of life uh with the grades c plus from avery c from myself d minus from lance and then an f from plinchy uh, 23 points for Dayamon to give it that seventh place, uh, with the grades C from Avery, C minuses from myself and Lance, and then D from Plinchy. Uh, Plinchy's really rough this, uh, this week. Uh, <laughs> and to round out the bottom half of the board, uh, to become a real heroine, the unpopular girl in the secret task comes in at 29 points, uh, with the grades B plus from Avery and, or from Avery, B from Plinchy, D, D plus from myself and then D minus from Lance. So I'll put 20 minutes on the clock and uh, let us discuss uh, this bottom half of the board. The fuck happened in... Epic gamer moments happened in the Tomodachi game. <laughs> bap, 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 bap. I don't care about Tomodachi game. I really don't. Bap, bap. Bro, they playing hide and seek now. I can't, believe they, I can't believe they wasted the whole episode to not play the game <laughs> can't believe they did not show yuichi drinking tenji's piss to survive in the prison because you know you know they did it there's no way they could survive three days with no water that water bottle is gonna run out in like a day i'm telling you man just fucking spit in joe's mouth they man, did it already so. what's the difference now gotta take that bro team to survive the protein. <laughs> Holy shit! The only sitting way. on that. How come the other team didn't have protein on them? Huh? I didn't see them starved. What's up with this? They were clean as fuck. We came out like fucking ragged as shit. Like why? Yeah, that was 
Is it because they, they had all five that. members? Yeah, they no, didn't yeah, they didn't all. explain shit. So, uh, yeah, they just say Yuichi, I, I guess. Well, I mean, Tenji is playing his second game, his second Tomodachi game, and he already like fucked up the NDA for the first one. So maybe they're just like, yeah, you tried to fuck us over. We killed your dad, but we weren't satisfied with that shit. So we're gonna make you try to drink your bro's piss at this, you know. To also, you know, should I have the cuttlefish or the vanilla paste? Cuttlefish, it is. Cuttlefish, vanilla paste. Oh no! Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I was wanting to talk more about. The executioner and her way of life, and how oh, how shit. much ass and repeated <laughs> animations we saw, and what the fuck happened? Because I gave it an F, but someone gave it a C and a C plus. I don't know; it was average. Like as that as not, well, that thing was not average. That as was, crap as all that animation was, I don't know. It, it it's trying to push a storyline. The whole like journey thing, like I gave I gave up on like them doing this kind of journey together for enlightenment or whatever the fuck i like i gave that up the moment they said it two weeks ago i was like that's not happening it's gonna be some bullshit thing and they're gonna have to keep fucking uh trying to kill her and stuff like that so they're trying to push the, the plot along which is like nice it took them two weeks to do it i don't know i gave him credit for that i like momo she she was really like funny this episode again and she really like when when she's not there it's kind of like hard to watch this show she wasn't there like last week so like I gave mm. it a lower grade because I was like I don't I kind of don't care for Akari Ameno anymore. Like I I remember like the first couple of weeks I was praising like Akari's different. She feels like a different character than we usually get. Yeah, Meno is such <laughs> a cool design character, and now I'm just kind of like I don't give a flying fuck about these two. They've been really stagnant for like the past six episodes since yeah. episode one they have not changed one bit in their relationship and like even with akari and her like dual personality or like there's another person of time in her whatever it doesn't even save her character yeah besides those two i like i rather even take the fucking like one-dimensional uh blonde princess that only thinks about fighting all the time because she is doing something in the background she's do- she's trying to figure out something to save the kingdom or like to kill evildoers so like i can relate to that more than akari and meno and like their storyline i mean it's a c but honestly like the the shows that we thought were average and we're gonna stay average they're starting to slowly turn into the bad anime that we're used to uh from from last season and the seasons before and you uh, can feel that decline after that i think it was after the three episode rule all of a sudden a lot of these animes are starting to take a fat uh, dip I, I think stagnating is the best word yeah they just aren't developing they're staying the same or declining in fact yeah it's it's like they mm-hmm. they like started washing off the makeup and behind it was uh clown makeup <laughs> it's uh it's disappointing I, can't, I don't really want to talk about any of these other shows because I, mean, I, just, I just also want to add the, to mention the reason why my grade was so low was because half the episode was reused animation footage. They yeah. literally yeah. copy and pasted Menel and Akari talking in that lounge room twice, and they oh god the the Momo and uh, blonde 
Yeah, princess. the eating nuts scene. Was, yeah, it mm-hmm. was basically an infinite loop of Momo crunching on the nuts and Ashuna talking while the bartender just picks ice nonstop for like a minute. Yeah, he just, yeah, don't do that motion. <laughs> yeah, you, no, he was going in on it, dude. He was like, but mm-hmm. yeah. Real budget saving episode. Yeah. That's why I can describe yeah, that's it. That's why I am. Uh, the most criminal of the reused was the fucking Akari in the bed. The booty. Oh, yeah, super. And you know, if you rewatch the second time, uh, Menno jumps out of the bed with Akari. Like, the context doesn't fit at all. They're not even talking about, like, Akari jumping her, her bones anymore. Like, yeah. Completely yeah. different concept and tone. And yeah, they still use the same animation. It's kind of like. It was just, they why? had. Uh, frames where the two of them were together so that they could add the dialogue over it. That's how it felt. Yeah. Disappointing. Really low yeah. effort episode. Really disappointing. I, re- I remember we were high praises for this show and uh, I really thought it was going to be the dark horse of the season and then uh, it just it just shot the bed real hard. So, uh, anything else or should we move on? This might be the quickest bottom half of the board yet if we decide um... to move on. I want to talk about heroin too, which I think has similar issues as Executioner in that the characters aren't developing. We're episode seven right now. Yeah. And I don't feel any changes for the main character and especially the two boys. I don't feel any growth from them and they're really unlikable. Yeah. So even even the new guy that came in this week, even he wasn't really not that much anything and he already left so mm-hmm. like he didn't change nagisa at all either he showed up he told her that he likes her nagisa was like okay and then Thank he you. left nagisa's development was yes i am gonna full send this career <laughs> you might have thought i wasn't gonna full send it but now i definitely am because a, a boy hit on me once i mean if he had just i don't know I don't know if it's simple change, but I feel like if you just like declared, like it's not just I love you, but like declare like an action to go with it. So, like I'm going to come to Tokyo to train to be a chef or something like that. Trying to like show her that he meant business and like he went, like wanted to be with her and like he was going to do everything he can to like accomplish his dreams and be with her. I don't know. It just kind of felt like, yeah, sure, you told her you loved her, but that's it. And then you're like, oh, I'll be waiting for an answer. It was like, yeah, when you wait for the answer, that usually means you're going to get rejected. You never wait for the oh, answer, like a dude. Super, I accept my death kind of answer. Oh, sorry, not Nagisa. Her name's Hiyori. <laughs> yeah. I remember her name. Nagisa is the boy. <laughs> we got the eyebrows back, yeah. though. <laughs> but is it enough yeah. to save this show? I don't, I don't really know. That did give me hope that they're self-aware enough to know their branding, <laughs> which I wonder. Uh, I also hate too, like uh, they they brought back the two friends and just like it, it like they're hurts. Not, they're not a lot either, are they? It hurts my head like so much because they're so cute and I felt like they had so much potential, but voiced by these great voice actresses. Yeah, Chizuru, I I don't really care for the fact that she has like this like boner for childhood friends like that wasn't like a trait that i expected from her and it kind of like felt really superficial yeah like Like, forced like you need to make her interesting what's like the wackiest thing we can make the four-eyed character yeah i i think it's even worse than that i think they just saw what the episode was pertaining it was uh hiori yeah hiori with the childhood (laughs) friend but we need someone to remind 
the viewers that this is like a childhood friend that's you know in love with her who do we have oh oh, we have these two girls that we don't fucking ever use other than the 10 million dollar budget we spent on the ending for for them to sing the song so let's use them and then it's like oh oh oh, i love childhood friends i you guys have to be together and i was like okay well sure but like i don't even like think you guys are friends so like it's kind of pretentious for you just to like say that to me when I don't even consider them friends to begin with now. So I don't want some random person come out to me and be like, yeah, you should fall in love with that person. You should be together. I'm like, who the fuck are you? Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. And that's how I feel with these two friends. Yeah. So it's kind of like, I don't know. I'm a little baffled with the show and the direction. Yeah. I mean, I I really like the artwork. I I really like how they Mm -hmm. look. And Mm -hmm. the trailer looks so much more like... Hyori looked like a character that was supposed to be like one of those very strong, independent, uh, you know, four type of girls. Dynamic, yeah, the plot. exactly. And she has just been as boring as a fucking executioner. Okay, eight minutes left. Anything else, or shall we move on? I'm trying to think of what happened in Day I'm on. New girl works. Yeah, it was more She's- episodic stuff, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. They just introduced a new girl, which is, I don't know. She likes old Ben. Cool. The little girl and the mom and the. The little girl and the mom. The outbook, outburst. Oh, yeah, Naruto. Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was cringe. That was. People do that all the time, though. It's fucking. Awesome. It's great. I'm like, let me just unload my laundry right here in the middle of this bakery right class. Now? Oh, yeah. Right now, baby. <laughs> They probably went home and that little girl probably had such a big talking to. You should never, ever talk back to me. You, you made me make a scene in school. I had to apologize. <laughs> and a nice man had uh, to. We had to stop being in the candy. I was having such a good time. It's not going to be like that because Nagumu showed them the right way. <laughs> no, you're so right. <laughs> she got embarrassed in front of everyone. She's going to wait until next week's bakery class and then she's going to embarrass her in front of everyone. She's going to wait. She's gonna long play that game and then she's gonna slap the shit out of her child in front of everyone. Just like how we do in America. America! Freedom! Sorry, I'm just remembering my days at Target. Oh my god. Is that what you guys say? No, just, uh, just the people just like creating like a fucking scene for like no absolute reason other than just to can't control their emotions or something. Still remember that time where like, uh, I think she was a teenage girl. I wasn't like there, but I heard about it. She couldn't get something that she wanted from the grandma. So she just threw a temper tantrum. And as she went into our tower section, stuck her arm out and just ran across and just knocked off all the towels on the floor. So like over like two, 300 towels were on the floor just because nice. she just knocked them all over and that's like my section too so when i came in the next morning oh all my towels were like in carts and they were like oh yeah you have to refold all the towels and put them back in the in the shelves i'm like what the fuck Bruh. happened and they're like yeah a little wow. girl just ran through them and i'm like oh okay i remember thanks. that story actually yeah <laughs> that hurt me because i can fold towels really quickly but just like i had to spend my entire shift folding towels and i was like i'm bored i want to kill myself Damn, you must be really good at folding towels then. No, you know what? Target has a specific <laughs> way they want to fold their towels. And it's so asinine uh-huh. and like it's so extra that I can only, f- I only know how to fold it that way. When I just fold towels normally, it looks like a fucking mess. Uh, I, like, I, I'm like a one trick pony. I, I don't know why. I mean, 
sounds like you had to do it a lot, so you must have had gotten good at it. Yeah, I didn't get my I, I didn't way. get a raise one year because my my section didn't look as proper as it should be, especially my towel section. Fucking bullshit. So, out of the five years I worked, I only got one and a half raises. <laughs> wow. So, all right. After that depressing talk, I guess we should just move on. <laughs> That's. This is better than Target, right, Peter? Don't right, let, don't right, answer Peter? that, Peter. <laughs> look at me when I'm talking to you. But day one sucks so much. Please, can we just get on to the top five? Like, okay. you know, this, is a, this is the exact like situation of the grass is on the other side. While I'm on, you know, the bad side, I'm looking over the fence. I'm like, man, that grass really do look good, though. <laughs> we okay. get over there now. All right, all right. Uh, that is the bottom half of the board. Uh, let us know down below if you agree with our grades. Uh, I hope you do, because I mean. From what I've seen, a lot of people are not too high on these shows, so uh, we're probably all in agreement as a community that these shows Didn't put not like as good. Virgin Road really high on. Um, it used to be high, and then it dropped very drastically. It started slowly come back up again. I think the whole Akari time uh, heel turn was was kind of the jump start it needed to come back into a top ten uh, for a lot of people, but I think it's dropping again pretty quickly. Because I sure hope so. They didn't do anything with Wait, it. People don't like ass. Pe- Sorry, I'll stop talking. <laughs> people don't like Momo chomping on nuts. Like what? <laughs> I wish I were those nuts. Sorry. <laughs> uh, let's move on to the top half of the board. Waste high and maneuver. It's like, please, <laughs> God, please, <laughs> please um, let me go. Uh, with this top half, uh, we go a little bit slower on the animes and we deep dive uh, for each individual anime uh, as you move up to the top. Uh, so let's start at fifth place with 45 points. That is a fucking fat difference uh, between the bottom half and the top half. So here are the grades for our Aishi. Uh, A minuses across the board, except for myself. I am at a B minus. So I'll just open up the floor to everyone here. Uh, this is the first uh, soccer match with our new players. Uh, to, to learn about so uh how'd you guys like this week's episode of uh Ao Aishi? i liked uh the way well the match was great i feel like um in this episode we got to really i feel like we had a good idea or at least introduction to a lot of the characters it was nice to see uh kg being the insufferable prick that he is <laughs> uh, really unbending <laughs> kind of guy uh i think that's a really fun personality to have on a soccer team yeah the the uh, usually defenders have that kind of personality too they they're just like kind of shape for kind of rugged and i mean they have one of the most boring jobs uh sometimes <laughs> because like if your team scores a lot and they keep the ball in the other half you're just standing there just like the goalie you're just standing there and you don't get enough screen time so like a lot of defenders they like to scream move up onto the pitch, you know, take control and be a part of the play because, uh, you know, they want to be heroes too. And, uh, and I feel that way with the, with him. I also liked how they showcased Aoi's weaknesses. It was a very organic development where he starts off good. It seems like everything's going great. Yeah. But then the opponent team catches onto him really fast. And yeah. uh, the coaches, I like their commentary too. Yeah. Like dissecting how... You know, maybe in other shows, always like instinctive 
way of playing might be seen as really special and like out the box but in team play it's it's a huge downfall for him and once uh-huh. the opponent catches on to him he's not able to change himself fast enough to adapt to them and then they punish him too by the rest of the team like losing faith in him uh-huh. so yeah. this is a really really good building episode for uh, especially Ali. Yeah, I mean, that's what you get for playing with bad teammates. You know, like I know, yeah, a, I know they're his bros and, you know, we had like the nice sending off and, you know, they, they've been through, yeah. through him thick and, thick and thin and they gave him an opportunity because there was no other team that wanted to play with him. And that's great, you know, but at the same time, it, it capped his potential. Yeah, it's backfiring on him now. Really good um, way of showcasing how to have a likable peanut gallery. <laughs> like, people they're really good at explaining without having too much jargon you're not left feeling like wait what is this they didn't mention this before this is sudden information that i'm suddenly getting out of nowhere but you're seeing the play happen in front of you you're getting live reaction commentary that makes sense actual organic interactions a new character comes up and it's not a focus it's an aside but you know who she is you know her importance like all of the information is so palatable despite so much going on and the amount of lows and highs that went through this episode is a lot and i can't wait for next week i'm waiting for another the episode to happen because episode was or episode four. Oh my god yeah so fucking good i want want more not disappointed just exciting to see whatever they show up next like what what other kind of challenges are we going to go through and how is he going to overcome it how am i going to be blown away by more sports wholesomeness the match is almost done right yeah well we're on the second half basically okay um yeah oh i got like mid-season or mid-match depression and all that good stuff It's, yeah. it really sucks too for him because it's like a shorter game too. It's only 30 minute half. So it's like 15 minutes shaved off right there. So the fact that everyone figured him out in like 10 minutes, 10, 15 minutes already, uh, kind of diminishes you as a player. Like you think you're hot shit and then people figure you out in like less than 10 minutes and you get shut down like that. Uh, mm-hmm. it's probably never happened to him before. So how does he overcome that? And that's, uh, that's the beauty of sports animes right there. Uh, the, the, the climb up into the mountain. How do you, like, how do you get there? Yeah. And I like that he knows what's wrong. We're not just getting the critical analysis from the coaches. Aoi himself is thinking. Yeah, he's trying to figure it I out. I spent all this time training with my boys. I can do this. And it doesn't work. And then he thinks to himself, well, of course, that's that's the extent of the youth team skills. Of course, I'm not going to match up to that. But what he doesn't understand is the stuff that the coaches are talking about, that you just can't force your will. Yeah, and it's kind of hard to look at yourself work. and justify like what's good and what's bad about yourself because it's like, you know, he's human. So it's, it's hard mm-hmm. for him to see that perspective. And he knows so little compared to everyone else. And this is a great way of showing that. And with the new... What are the other? We have the graduated students who have yeah, been with the youth they've team been with the team this- since the get go, so they uh, they understand like how this team plays, how the philosophies, mm-hmm. and how to think for themselves uh, on the pitch. So yeah, and we have the other ones. Uh, that's why I like uh, uh, I like Kurata, the the Noai guy. I 
thoroughly enjoyed him because uh, uh, yeah. he's 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 like my type of player. He's he's very like team oriented. He's kind of almost like the captain a little bit, where he like tries to like let everyone know, hey, this is the play. Yeah, you know, make sure you're mm-hmm. in this position. Hey, this guy's coming up. We gotta make sure we mark him and stuff like that. And he, he's really taking a leadership role. And I usually enjoy those kind of characters. They're not they're not flashy in any way, shape, or form. And he's probably gonna be one of those kind of guys that doesn't have any cool moves or he's skilled at one thing, but he's the glue and he's the backbone mm-hmm. to protect everyone kind of thing. It's kind of like a high Q with the with the Daichi. They're the captain for a Karasuno, uh, he's my favorite guy, and it's just because like he's not skilled at any one thing. He's just a jack of all trades, but being the captain means something, and uh, I can vibe with that. I wanted to back up on um, how Ashito got discovered and like found out so quickly. I mm-hmm. it it makes a great like skill ceiling that he has like right off the bat too, without spending too much time discussing it. You know what I mean? Without the commentators and things like that. Because he's a main character. He's going to develop with it. And to show that there's huge discrepancy between him and the youth team. And him and like these all other people is um, definitely something great that I like to see. To just be done with. You're good. I'm freaking the fuck out. What is happening? And yeah. You know, break down your building blocks and start all over with this new team. uh, He's small fish in big pond now. He used to be big yep. fish in small pond, and now he realizes the world is more vast than he he originally thought. Like I can definitely see him when we actually do real matches. Uh, he's gonna come off the bench. Like he's gonna they're gonna like name the starters, and he's gonna be like some of these guys are the same age as him is gonna become starters. He's like fuck, why am I not a starter? And it's like you sit down, you watch the match, and then you try to understand why you're not a starter yet, and then someone breaks an ankle or like they're down by like two goals or something like that uh like with 20 minutes the biker squad shoots up the other team yeah exactly now kg's out yeah (laughs) out of suspicion goalie (laughs) calling everyone poor and then we just start fighting each other and people get suspended from the match and then he's gonna have to step in and score (laughs) score those two goals to get us that win you know because that's his best asset is he can score goals so there's always a spot on a team for that but being a starter that's that's a different story uh, let's move on to the next anime on our list. Uh, coming in at fourth place with 46 points, barely being out of Aishi, uh, your boy Kong Ming. Uh, with the grades, B pluses across the board, except for Avery. Uh, he is at an A. Uh, so still pretty even across the board. No big changes uh, between us. So I just wrote the floor to everyone here. Uh, how'd you guys like a, this week's episode of uh, your boy? The song stuck in my head. Uh... And I, I, I don't hate it, but I also kind of don't like that we had to hear the same song over and over again, and they sang it in the the hot tub. I'm like, are they really <laughs> doing this? But they sang it together. And then, yeah, they did it. They did. But I also feel like this episode could have probably not been included. Might be a filler episode. Well, uh, you mean Nanami being so. major suspicions of being one of the big three? Is filler. <laughs> yeah, but other than that, pass that somewhere else. Guess so. I mean, it's she. She's in the opening. She's in the ending. They they collab a shit ton. I think they want to build the friendship that they're gonna make. Yeah, for, for it, sure. the future. You know. Yeah, and Kabataijin had like his moment too. I think it's one of those like that's true. I, yeah, I get it because it feels like from what we had in the beginning of the season is filler, but it's those character building episodes, so it feels mm-hmm. slower. 
it feels a little bit more sluggish from what we're used to from your yeah. boy. Um, but yeah, Kappa Taijin got a lot of uh, development and him trying to like he went into the back voice. alley this week right? yeah and he yeah he <laughs> fucking met like an old he friend bringing monk journey yeah to, like self-discovery yeah which is just like behind like a fucking convenience store like down the street so it wasn't, like, wasn't <laughs> yeah. that long of a journey but yeah I, I i think what's missing the punch but i totally get it too is like kong ming right like we haven't seen him for like almost two weeks now yeah and but i get <laughs> it though because if he shows up on the screen then these three characters they're you know they don't get their time they don't get any shine because kong being like he still has a show just being there he's doing the background work with um what's his name god damn it i forget his his fake name um the the producer god damn it yeah kid something kid something right? kid i think his name is yeah, he's not on my anime list. It's weird. Steven Kid. Steve, Steven Universe. Instead of Steve Aoki. Yeah, yeah, something, some, like something weird. Something really weird. He's like Are, he's fucking around with him right now. Is all I'm aware of. Steve Keto. Steve Keto. Oh, that's why I think it's Kid <laughs> Keto. I'm worried that Erica. Well, the whole point of her singing and going through this, if we look at it in um, why are we here, and it's for Erica to grow her singing skills. And I know that it was probably difficult to show otherwise, but they only showed her getting better by singing in front of people and them cheering for her and her new friend saying, you've gotten better. But I don't think I hear anything different, but I guess that might be asking That's for true. too much. It's, it's kind of hard, especially maybe because it's a, uh, well, no, because they're speaking, they're singing English, but um, it's kind of hard for the, non-professional singers in the audience to hear it i don't think it's a technical thing that you know steve keto is trying to get at with uh with her apparently like i don't think they've like really did a good job with this but she like aiko has like this uh singer that she's like really attached to i don't, I don't remember yeah, the name right. like maria or something like that and she sounds yeah, too similar to her but they don't really show much about Maria, so I don't really like have a good comparison. I think they only showed her singing so you just kind like of take once. Your word for it. Yeah, so yeah. I, I think it's one of those kind of things where it's like it's hard to like see and stuff like that, just because we don't know the comparison of what Echo uh, is copying and what she could be, right? So and we've also only heard her sing this song in one way. That's my point. We haven't heard her sing. Or she sang with Kabataijin, which was nice, but just like the way that they were showing her getting better or her finding her style, whatever it was that Kido wanted her to do. I don't feel like they, I don't want to say that they did it, they didn't do it good enough. I understand how difficult it might be to show that difference when you obviously have a budget. They already went pretty banger on the opening and, and, and ending and making songs for the anime. So I can't blame them for doing what they did, but. It's mostly why I gave the B plus because comparing it to the rest and what they've done already, this was a pretty filler, lower, lower roller coaster ride for me than the rest. Yeah, I pretty much agree with that. It's definitely more character, but yeah, character building. Yeah, that was a great way to put it. I can't think of how they would get Eiko to change it up without being in the studio right now. Yeah. Like, without her being back with her primary crew, how do I know what she's been doing when we're getting, like, a montage of her development, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, they're probably so just hiding it, 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 right? It's the big yeah, event that's going to exactly. happen. So... I'm hoping that, like, at the big event, that Maria is going to be there. I don't know why the fuck she'll be there. I'm assuming Kong Ming is going to have something to do with that. 
if if that did happen. But I'm hoping like she'll be there, and then like maybe they sing like a duet, and then I can actually see what like what they're trying to get Aiko to like understand is like, oh, you have an amazing talent, but you don't need to copy this person anymore. Like you, we we can see the potential in you. Show it to us. And I'm hoping like I can like I can like actually hear Maria singing, and then I can hear Aiko singing, and I'm like, okay, I can see where they're trying to get at, but I highly doubt it. Because then that means another yeah. singer they have to get. Yeah, I feel like they could have done it with. I forget the name of the new girl that we just met. The antagonist, Nanami. 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 Yeah, is that her name? Yeah. The I mean the street performer girl. Yeah, Nanami. Mm-hmm. Yeah. By the end of their hanging out and singing together, they sounded exactly the same. Yeah, they were harmonizing. So that <laughs> that's not what I mean. Like they they were singing the same way. They. Uh, we're hitting like the it pronunciations the same way. I feel like they showed her Erica getting better by matching this person, I, which bothered yeah. me. I don't think they're going to go too deep into micro of like music yeah. and singing. I, and plus, I don't think they can afford the budget of I don't think having either. Yeah. Yeah. I, like, I get it, but I mean, she's just copying her, her most uh, practice. Her, her biggest opponent, right? So, I mean, we're all on the same boat that she is the queen or yeah, whoever true. that top one is. So she's basically just stealing what the top top vote-getter is getting right now. So Yeah, I hope that giant Buddhist golden statue comes back during their performance. <laughs> that would be nice. <laughs> Kongmin, where'd you get it? 10 grand for that <laughs> fully gold <laughs> statue? I don't think we have that in the budget, dude. I think I think Kongmin <laughs> asked for some favors. I don't think we can ask for that again. It's the owners. He already had it. Yeah. yeah. Only you has that kind of money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, let's uh, move on to the next anime on our list. Uh, coming in at third place uh, with 52 points, Komi Can't Communicate Season 2 uh, with the grades A from Avery, a, uh, B plus from Lance, and then A pluses from myself and Plinchy. Uh, so uh, pretty even across the board again. Uh, so I'll just open up the floor to everyone here. Uh, how'd you guys feel about this episode's uh, Comey? It's probably the lowest I've ever scored for Comey. It wasn't a bad episode. I laughed a lot. It was It was just that I was, something was lacking from, it was Narcissist. Like he, <laughs> he finally time, showed absolutely. up. Yeah. And I, I expected more from him after like such a mm. huge way, such a big, like, <laughs> hold on guys next week. We have a very special guest. And Narcissus shows up this week and... He was like a third of the episode. Yeah, but he, yeah, not enough of him. I think too much of the narrator guy. There's this narrator character. Chew something. Uh, yeah. He yeah, was like uh, attached Chusaku. to There you go. And uh, Komitani. I feel like we already have like a narrator who's pretty funny. Commission... yeah the old lady a syndrome where you have a hard time communicating and she has pretty good like one-liners do we need like a a physical human in the world to fall around and (laughs) be attached to to this man but it's just for him though i i think that's like uh his closest friend that can read him friends I didn't say that, Lance. I just said that it's his closest friend. <laughs> yeah. I think he's just like, Chusaku can read him like a fucking book. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's like, like damn. We can read anybody. That's his power. Well, yeah. his power is that he just commentates on stuff. That's just 
that that's uh that's like his shtick so seemed like he was kind of well with him where he's like you know he doesn't mean bad by the phone number thing uh to dono he should just take it yeah yeah like him and Tadano are like very similar in like what they can do it's just that Tadano can do it for everyone and then Komitani like he just kind of does it for like other like two big characters basically so like when when Tadano's like I gotta tag out I'm kind of tired of doing it then uh, Komitani kind of comes in and you know does it for us so uh, I think the old narrator lady she kind of does it like an overall aspect I I Honestly, we didn't get that narrator in the manga because that would be kind of like, you know, it's not redundant. needed. Yeah, in a manga. So, like, she's kind of like the extra to begin with. Komatani was kind of like, that was his job to begin with, which is like, that's like, I don't understand like why we couldn't introduce Narusu earlier. Like, I know he was introduced later in the manga and stuff like that, but it's kind of like, do we really care for like continuity and like when they meet each other? I'm like, not really. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I was just more blown away because this is the first time we had Komi talk, an actual scene. A and, lot. Uh, yeah, just the, the slow build of uh, Komi and Tadano. That's, that's, uh, that's what kept me going with, uh, with this manga for so long. Because I mean, I mean, like I'm at, I think we're almost at like 400 chapters for Komi. Uh, it's been a long-ass journey, but the only thing that keeps me going is knowing that Komi's development with Tadano, it it's slow but sure. I, I'm sure next week's episode is gonna be a lot more impactful because I I assume we're just gonna go straight into the school trip. I don't think we're gonna fuck around too much and uh prolong that uh longer than needed to be. So uh we get to go to Kyoto, new area, get a get a new lease on life. Najumi's gonna hang out with her his her other five thousand friends in Kyoto. Maybe we can see the um, sumo wrestler dudes. Maybe you can see sumo wrestlers. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I only see the top of their head so far, right? Yeah. Yeah. Man, that top of the head, though, has so much personality. <laughs> the one with the blue hair, then the, the other dude with, like, the uh, tie back. <laughs> top you see the shows up in the back. Yeah, I think Makoto was talking with the blue-haired one for a little bit. Or both of them. I don't think they actually had any lines, though. I don't think they spoke. They didn't, no. They, they were just in They're the corner and they walked there. away. Yeah. And then in the end credits, you can see the blue hair one walking away, too, in the corner. Yeah. Oh, okay. Actually, yeah. In the yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, bottom right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't know why I keep looking at my animus thinking that they're going to have a voice actor. I'm pretty sure they don't say anything <laughs> they don't at say all. Shit. They're just there, so. I really liked Najimi um, and just the whole premise of Komi wanting to write the letter and overthinking of how to make this person not think the wrong thing. I can relate to that and overthinking and writing a message and being like, nope, not this. Rip the whole thing, delete it, just fuck it. Yep. And Najimi, I just love the character. So every time yeah. they show up, it's it's a hoot. I got a love letter from Komi. It's so yeah. stupid. I love them. If Komi can ever read Najimi, it must be like fucking infuriating to like go through the whole night writing that letter. To like try to make <laughs> Najimi not think about what happened, and Najimi's like, "Oh yeah, okay, you checked his pulse, whatever," and then just move on. Like, do you even like gave it a second <laughs> thought of like if there was any like uh, uh, different motives? Uh, okay, uh, let's move on to the next anime on our list. Uh, coming in at second place, barely being Akomi with uh, one point, uh, with fifty three points. Summertime render uh, with the grades A pluses across the board, except for Plinchy, she is at the B plus. Uh, so I actually pick on you, 
uh, Plenchy, since you got the lowest grade on this oh, one. Oh, no. Uh, what did you like or what did you dislike about this week's episode of uh, Summertime Render? So this was a very... Uh, what's a good word to describe this episode? It's it's both a build-up and a resolution because we had this question up in the air from last week's episode of who the fuck really is this lady there's a lot more to her obviously she knows the shadows she knows shinpei what the fuck uh we find out that she's from here yeah she knows ushio just, she knows fucking mio she knows this whole fucking neighborhood yeah but the way that um i mean that in of itself says a lot she was from here she left she knows the grandpa she's been through some training like there's a lot of assumptions that can be made and I, and one of them that stood out to me she mentions how do i word this and i wonder if you guys feel the same way the way that she talks about remembering shinpei ajiro shinpei and i forget the verbiage that she uses but she's aware that shinpei is a there is a shadow shinpei because she specifically says something like, he's not a shadow yet. She remembers that Shinpei is the one that ran or shoved his face into her bosom. And somewhere along the lines, she mentions, um, it could have been last week, but I'm pretty sure it was this week. Because the question in my head was, how the fuck does she know her or know him? It's not that she used to be on the island. The way that she references him is related to the shadows. And I think... That's why at the end, she's able to come to the conclusion that you're a time traveler because she knows way more than Shinpei does. She's fought shadows like off island and came here. But yeah. if there's some like weird time contingency. Probably related to his family, as far as I'm aware. And like she, right. his family is related to him getting the eye and all the right. shadow stuff occurring for her life, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, maybe she knew the parents, right? Because the parents passed away and that's why uh he got adopted by alan so maybe she knows more it has to do something with the uh renutsuke name, pen name that she has the the guy that died 14 years ago what, whatever happened at that time for her to take that pen name of that guy it, it must be something that uh had to do with the shinpei's uh parents as well must be uh, there's they resolve and they add more mysteries in a really good way did they show his eyes, by the way, in this case? No, they didn't even show his fucking. No, they, it was just body. like it was just a girl choking a guy out. But other than that, like that's all we got. It was just a girl choking a guy out. Like I'm not even sure that was like our girl, uh, choking him out or what the context I don't think is. She was choking. She was crying over his dead body. Oh, I don't know. Like the arms were like kind of like down, like straight down. So it kind of looked like she was choking from that angle. <laughs> so. Maybe it was so like when, like, when, like, when you're crying up. on top of someone's body, I assume like you'll be like head in their chest, like crying or, into like, it. Wake up, fucking yeah, wake are up. you grabbing it? But she's just like, she's straight, like, like arms just straight <laughs> down, and just like oh, from that angle, I thought it looked like she was strangling. I don't know what the fuck she was doing. Maybe Who, whoever the Who fuck knows? that was, I didn't like, I don't even know that's our glasses girl. Oh, god, oh, and the scenes were. We know how to identify shadows now, and we're seeing her identify the shadows, and she's going through her head. You disgusting fucking shadow! Oh yeah, mm -hmm. that was hot. She's she's a she's really pretty cool great. character. <laughs> yeah, she's really cool and fucking weird. The whole like being upside down half the time. I I assume it will be a reason uh, later that down makes the her road. More rare. <laughs> but yeah, just like her, she's gonna get a fucking black eye sooner or later. One of those tits are gonna pop out and just gonna fucking like, 
just smash right in there. Okay. Uh, let's move on to the final anime uh, on our list. Uh, nine anime down, one left at the top, like always uh, for this season. Spy Family comes in at number one yet again uh, with a surprising score of 55 points. Not a perfect score. I think that might be the first time we've never scored Spy Family at the perfect score or higher. And from an unexpected person gave it that lower grade. So A pluses across the board, except for Lance. He is at just an A for this week. Not that big of a deal. It's just one point. <laughs> uh, but it is, the, it is surprisingly the lowest grade you have given Spy Family. Uh, so I'll give the floor to you again. What did you like or what did you dislike about this week's episode of uh, Spy Family? The first half of the episode, banger. Just the typical, like, I cannot say anything wrong about the first half. It was just excellent. Anya, I did not expect them to go the Sundari route with Damien. And <laughs> when I, they started like choice. hinting more and more that Damien, uh, he doesn't want to talk to Anya. It became more apparent he's not afraid of her. He's he's just has a crush on her and he doesn't want to uh, <laughs> yep. look her in the eyes. And oh my god, Anya crying was so cute. Uh yeah, especially in da- in Damien's like point of in view, Damien's the eyes. yeah, the so soldier sad. eyes that she had in like every scene. Uh, From his point of view, it was so yeah. good. Uh, but I'm seeing a trend for this week is that uh, this is the character development week for a lot of shows at number episode number seven. So we're past like the halfway point for a lot of them. It's time for characters to sit down, talk, slow down a little bit, and uh, develop their characters more. I talk about what's wrong with them they can improve on and that's what Lloyd yeah. and uh, Lloyd had this episode was just really sitting down and, and trying to understand uh, devote a lot of time to understanding Anya and also strengthen with your too I saw um, this is like the first time and uh, oh, yeah yeah this is definitely the the first time that uh, Lloyd is trying to change his way of thinking aside from uh, we're on a mission this is a means to an end uh, he's really accepting that I need to not just pretend to be Anya's father. I have to be Anya's father. Otherwise, yeah. she's the not going to be able to. She's not going to be able to make it through this school. Yeah, and your too. I, I liked her stepping up to support Lloyd mm-hmm. in that. Uh, that said, the second half it was really slow. Uh, it, it was good, much better than I can say for a lot of other shows this week that had their character building episode. Mm-hmm. Um, it executed beautifully, but. Uh, still a uh, more lower tone than other episodes I've seen from Spy Family. Mm-hmm. So that's why I gave an A. Mm-hmm. It was still excellent. Yeah. I, I think definitely the first time we get to see Lloyd and Yor be parents, right? It's always kind of like one or the other, or it's like, this is part of the mission, or we just blow a fucking budget for a whole episode of him becoming Lloyd Amon. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. But this is the first time they're like, they get to act like parents and they get to discuss what they want to do with their child and what they uh what they want to do moving forward so i think i like the, the biggest part i like about it is like you know they had their thing lloyd and your but like anya's no slouch either with her character development she realizes that like she wants to make her her dad happy and what makes her dad happy is to complete this mission and like she wants to do good at her school to help him with that so it kind of like is one of those things where she's like proactive about it and she wants to like do mm-hmm 
what she could to help him and like she's fucking four and she has these thought processes and stuff like that so she's very mature for her age even though she's an idiot sometimes it's great about Anya she can play like these multiple different roles to fit multiple different scenarios to keep the engine rolling uh for the show so very versatile and it doesn't character. feel out of character either. no she she like she feels like a child at times and then other times she's mature because she's she can read people's minds you know i the, mm-hmm. the power really helps uh her dynamic a lot so how'd you guys like the the brother the little snippet that we had at the end uh yuri this is the point where my house blacked out so i actually had to <laughs> I, I didn't realize there was something after at the, the end um at the end i think uh we're still was that after the ending song that was there? after the ending sequence yes okay mm. yeah, yeah i blacked out during the ending song so actually um discovered it on accident on instagram i was like oh <laughs> there's an after credit scene <laughs> and uh oh no he's a fucking siscon <laughs> nah yeah <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay we'll see how that goes um, yeah but um Anyone who I imagine is going to be jealous of Lloyd is very welcome to the plot because that puts <laughs> yeah. Lloyd that puts more pressure on Lloyd to be a good yeah. husband and not fuck up around mm-hmm. him to keep the act up. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I think uh, otherwise Yuri will eat him alive. The Yuri visiting uh, the Forger household. You can see that like a little bit the at the the preview for the next episode. I think that's a very high mm-hmm. highly anticipated uh, episode. A lot of people. Uh, from what I saw in the comment sections and forums of uh, of uh, other websites, they they're really looking forward uh, to Yuri's uh, introduction <laughs> to the to the show. So uh, I don't want to hype it up too much, but I think I think you guys uh, I think you guys will love it. I want to see the dog. See the fucking dog. I, honestly, I think you're gonna That's see it like in part two. Shit. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I'm gonna break your heart now. No. I think you're seeing in part two maybe no. maybe those like speed things up and like bring him in faster but i think it's gonna be a part two kind of thing so you won't see him until Damn. october when uh, lloyd was like i need to be the best father ever i was like dog <laughs> get a dog you'd be a great dad and my <laughs> get, get on your dog yeah i'm excited to to see your guys's reactions uh when when the dog gets introduced we already know she can she knew what Mr. Cow was thinking, at least emotionally. <laughs> she she knows what dog. she knows what they're saying. She she heard all the animals saying that they're going back into their pens that same episode. So she she knows what they're but, saying. But she said that we haven't heard you know animals. We speak didn't hear yet, that. Right? Yeah, she didn't hear the animals speak yet. Yeah, but she like she she was just like yeah. They said they're going back home. So I'm excited because I'm assuming you know given the context of like Yuri and post credits and all of that. Um, that obviously he's not just like a daytime job guy. He has some mm. either evil shit or like nefarious shit in his back life. Um, <laughs> and how Ooh. that's going to create like the dynamic between him and um, the dad. Lloyd. Yeah. Lloyd. Yeah. I'm, I'm expecting it to be like Lloyd's going to be on the front end and know what's happening and what Yuri's doing kind of thing. If it be like setting up cameras in the fucking house or some shit. <laughs> yeah and just have to deal with another thing persisting and like bugging the shit out of him yeah right now uh he is just uh he just works for the government he, he's just oh, that's bullshit i saw the ending position? ministry affairs <laughs> yeah something like that yeah 
what if he works for um Desmond, the the main target? Like he's in Desmond's pocket or something. Maybe. Could be. I could see that. I can maybe and maybe not see that. Okay. You know, like like a mercenary kind of job similar to your you know, some just sure I'll help you out every now and then kind of thing, but mm-hmm. I can agree and not agree to that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not out of the the realm of possibility, that's for sure. Yes. Definitely in the realm and not in the realm. (laughs) I think that'd be really weird if, because Yuri doesn't seem to know Yor's an assassin. That'd be weird if Yor doesn't know that Yuri does fish stuff too. Yeah. That's what I'm assuming at this point too. Well, I guess we'll have to see next week's episode and the weeks after. So, Uh, okay. Anything else for Spy Family or any of the other shows? that we talked about tonight day that spy family doesn't have a new episode is a bad day. point five yeah yeah it's a mad kind of day it's a week that i don't want to be awake for <laughs> five more episodes for this season <laughs> and then we won't see it until Hello, october doggy. the reason for living is going away so and i i took a quick look <laughs> at next season and uh Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, we might so be having. How's the forecast look? Oh, we're gonna have tough sledding next season, that's for sure. So thought but, you said it was gonna be okay. Well, I took a quick, I took another look at it, and I don't know. Like that was a part time in season two. I think you guys are gonna have a lot of fun with that one because uh, mm-hmm, it introduces mm-hmm. new characters in that one. How to pick up girls in a dungeon is popular, right? I haven't seen it. But yeah, but none of you guys have I think seen Plinchy it. Plenty has. Plenty has. All three seasons. The new season that came out last year, or the year before, I think. Yeah, you didn't watch it. Um, <laughs> I feel like she might not. have. I I, I'm not I, too sure. I binged the shit out of it, so I need to look up and see what happened. Okay. But. Well, yes, Dan Machi season four, very hyped uh, as well. So there's that one. I know Overlord season four is kind of hyped, but season two and three were <laughs> pretty subpar yeah. for me. So Scroll it's kind of hard to... Look at uh, really... Kamicho Musune. Which one? More down. Uh, more down. Uh, oh, this one? Oh, there. Yakuza's got the babysitting. Is that not fucking Sylvain? Look at him. Oh, yeah, it, it is. <laughs> yeah, it kind of is. Oh, yeah, it Even is. Even has open jacket. He has an open jacket. <laughs> really him. Fuck. I mean, not the most, like, out there design, but still. Uh, I know Made in Abyss, uh, new season, is directly after the third movie. I know that one's super hype. Everyone loves Made in Abyss, and uh, I'm pretty hyped for it, too. I still gotta watch the movie, though, so... I know what's happening in the lore. So yeah, that's that. Classroom of the Elite Season 2. I know that one's pretty hype. No one expected that one to come back either. So it's just like a lot of Season 2 that like, I, for a lot of shows that none of you guys have collectively watched. So it's kind of hard to like gauge the new shows and what you guys are going to like. A lot of shows that are just like, who, uh, maybe, I don't know. Like I'm surprised this one got in. Uh, a harm in a fantasy world labyrinth. Uh, there's a lot of sex in nice. this one. But I don't. Oh. I don't think. I don't think they're gonna show a lot of that. But it's kind of like the point of that manga. So I don't really know how that goes. Well, I mean, we got a uh, reincarn, uh, redo of a healer, <laughs> reincarnated as a slime. Well, I remember <laughs> all the sex scenes in that one. <laughs> Sorry, I just had to. <laughs> so much like reincarnation at, at guy lately. Though. Yeah, you got yeah. the spider Which, one too. Yeah. Oh god, spider one was great, by the way. <laughs> Oh, the, the CG was Could horrible. Show- 
Could you show but, the score out of curiosity? I just want like a baseline value. Uh, so what? I'm gonna guess uh, seven. Same. I'm thinking seven right now. Seven point okay, four, four, four five. Four That's uh, a lot better than I expected. Yeah. Uh, Twenty four episodes. Uh, Yuki Aoi uh, voices the spider. the The storyline is great. Yuki Aoi fucking kills it as uh, as the spider. Uh, really funny. She delivers the lines perfectly. It's just the CG. It's just really jank because they're trying to show off like how op the spider is oh yeah the spider is super op like I see, I it see. continues to gain stats as it lives in this like dungeon uh, and stuff like that and uh it's it's really fun storyline and it's really cool to see like how the spider like you know how she tries to get out it's kind of like a uh, reincarnate as a slime you know he, he became a slime you're like oh mm -hmm. fuck how do i get out of this situation and then you know you see him evolve from there spider is the same way so both couldn't talk at the start too yeah Right? Didn't she do some like Charlotte's Web shit in the yeah. trailer to yeah, yeah. communicate? Uh, she doesn't run into humans very often. So she doesn't really have to talk too much to humans. But yeah, when she does, she has hard times okay. uh, trying to communicate her uh, desires. <laughs> so, but yeah, that's that's a really good show as well. But yeah, this, this coming up season. <sighs> yeah, you know that vampire one? I hear like a very clear demographic and I know it's going to be either good, like average or bomb. <laughs> yeah. I love Call of the Night. I actually think like it's really interesting, especially with the way uh, the other manga mangas that he wrote. But at the same time, okay. it sounds like a very, I, I wish my high school life was like this kind of show. Yeah. But it's a lot of more like introspective yeah. where like the kid tries to understand who he is as a person and tries to be okay. more mature about it. So it's like a very mature, slow slice of life building. <laughs> Definitely not season. my first um, thought reading the, hearing the synopsis. Yeah. It seems silly at first. And I thought it was silly too, because it's like, Oh, the manga he's, he wrote literally a girl that whores herself out for fucking 90 yen candy. So I thought it was going to be like shit. the same silly comedy, but it's like complete opposite, but it's slow. And that's why I like kind of kind of question if it needs to be in the top 10 where you guys, you know, we look at it week in and week out. It, it, it might ruin the overall state of the anime because you guys look at it uh, under a microscope. So, hmm. so I don't know. We'll see. I mean, another Isekai here, uh, another Takagi-san uh, spinoff, ripoff uh, from the same mangaka. <laughs> rip off no it's not rip off it's shadow this guy just this guy just loves the same thing five dude. heads it's the same thing <laughs> uh yeah another guy here this drama one might be interesting from what i've heard orient's coming back with the season two oh, let's so. go yeah i don't know lucifer and the biscuit hammer like i mean <laughs> is that singing witches the you left get that title from hoshi no samedare yeah, witches are defending one smiles to find enemies oh, yeah, with it power is music. Yeah, so just idle witches. Uh, nice. This one is about a big booby maid that takes care of her Shota uh, master. Oh, nice. Oh, and he has a death touch, right? I've heard of this one. <laughs> You'd <laughs> yep, be surprised. Yep. That season was actually really good. I actually checked it out after we hated the first episode because the CG was horrible. It's actually very wholesome. I remember reading it. Uh, before and I was like yeah it's actually pretty good and a lot of people liked it uh, okay well uh, that is all the time that we have for this week's episode of the podcast uh, thank you very much for watching or listening 
to our show. Please like, comment, subscribe, follow, hit that bell, share, do whatever you can uh, to help support us. We really appreciate it. Uh, we got a lot of things coming out, uh, so we really need all the support that we can get uh, to get all the, you know get the motivation to get all that stuff out. So uh, we really appreciate it. Uh, but other than that, uh, any last words, guys? Before we head out for the night, next week, Ao Aishi, Ao Aishi. I think it's gonna be a good one. <laughs> okay, it's gonna be a good one for a lot of these shows because, like, yeah, I mean, that's you, fair. you prime your punch. <laughs> it's time for the punch next week. Everyone that's gonna be on the bottom ten, that's that's proof that they they, they put out a weak punch. No, that was the strongest punch they got. Watch next week. We're going to flip the table. Bonafide's going to be on top. <laughs> it was so good, you guys. Oh, God, it. what a comeback. Write it down on the notepad. Slap it on the table. Lance is calling it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The reverse sweep. The reverse Spy sweep. family. <laughs> F minus. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sure. A couple of cuckoos is going to jump in into the top 10, right? Because oh it's going to be God. so good. Just giving an S plus to, to watch the world yeah, burn. Into these stocks now, man. Oh, no. <laughs> no, none of are kind. I promise the cryptocurrency is worth it. You won't lose <laughs> your whole life savings in an instant. Jesus fucking Christ. Okay. <laughs> same week time, same week place, guys. Bye. Bye bye.